I just gave my whole intro on mute. So let me try that again um, so that people outside of my house can hear it. The betting with bookie spaces locked in on Tuesday afternoon. Adrian, Dan, see you guys in here. How's it going? All right. How are you? Good. I, I had a lot more oomph in the, uh, in this, in the intro the first time, but I just couldn't, I couldn't get it up to do it all <laughs> over again. <laughs> oh, Dan, how's it going? Going well. Um, I didn't have anything funny to say while muted, unfortunately. Uh, this is this is just the best you get right here. This is the this is the final draft. Uh, doing well. We got some golf plays. I'm excited about new course, new tournament. Uh, a lot of good baseball games too. So yeah, it should be a good day. Man, um, yeah, it's been it's been a good weekend for me, Adrian. The the Lightning of are they heating up? They look like they're heating up. Last three games, I think like 22 goals or something insane. But uh, yeah, yeah, they're heating up. They're heating up. I uh, <laughs> I got in on some of that good action with them. I uh, lost one pick, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm back on the bandwagon with the Lightning. That's for sure. I think I got him. Uh, I got him picked tonight. I believe. Are you on the? Okay, we'll talk about it obviously when we get into it. But I looked at their money line. It's like minus four hundred. Are you on the puck line? Yeah, I'm on the puck line in here. Uh, not not <laughs> not go. I, I'm never gonna go that easy on a pick. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, no, there's no value in that. But uh, I'm just let me call them up here. I, I've had so many. Uh, this is really the heating up here. You know, we're getting toward the playoffs and everything, and, and it's, there's a lot of stuff on our plates. But uh, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay puck line I got tonight. So we'll talk about that over in the next few minutes. Cool, cool. Yeah, well, I need them. You you might have been their good luck charm. Because they started yeah. heating up after you said they were. I don't get so. called that very often, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, man. I thought the Red Sox, speaking of the opposite effect, not to give you a hard time, but I just did praise you. So <laughs> I thought the Red Sox really should have swept this series this weekend against the Rays and uh, let them come back a couple of times. Uh, to, to get a couple yeah. Of we don't have any pitching um, right now. It's, it's, I don't, yeah, I'm not loving this Red Sox team at all. This is, uh, you know, once again, John Henry cheaps out a little bit. We don't need to go there probably, but, uh, yeah, just not happy with your front office at all in the Red Sox. I, I think you've asked most Red Sox fans. They are not real thrilled with the uh, management of this team right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, cool. Let's jump into it. Adam, how's it going over there on your side, bud? Good, good. Sorry I was late. Uh, had some had some TV, had some video stuff I had to take care of. No, you're fine. I was a couple minutes late too. I looked down at what time it was, and I was like, "Ah, one o two. Maybe I should start the space." So, uh, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you can just blame me. Uh, if you're uh, if you're in here, if you do us a favor and share this, we certainly would appreciate it. Um, I think that uh, we've got some good stuff today. The Mexican Open this week, uh, NBA playoffs, um, NHL winding down, MLB. The MLB almost a tenth of the way done. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's already that. Actually, some of the games, yeah, some people have already played 17 games. So, I guess um, a tenth of the way done in the MLB. Does it feel like we've done that much? I'm not sure. But uh, let's start with golf. Golf Tuesday's our big golf day. So, Dan, the floor is all yours today. Great. Um, yeah, fired up for the Mexico Open. This is not a new event. Um, a lot of history here, previously affiliated with, uh, the nationwide tour, as well as the PGA Tour Latino America, and now being played uh, on the PGA Tour for the first time. So 
couple challenges this week. There is no course history to go on. This is a uh, 2015, I believe it opened, a Greg Norman design, so quite a week for that. Uh, fun fact, home to the world's largest golf cart suspension bridge. So keep an eye out for that. That um, is a fun fact. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm excited to see the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably big. It's the world's largest. Uh, and the other challenge being that we don't have strokes gain stats from last week to go off of because it was a team event. So if you're big on like course history, current form, not the best week for you. But just based on what we know about the course, it seems like it will play uh, pretty long. It's like 7,500 yards almost, uh, par 71. And as far as I can tell, the fairways are generous. So we're going to be looking at guys who bomb it off the tee. And if they're not as accurate, um, not a big concern this week like it would be at a place like the RBC Heritage. So looking for big hitters um, and guys who uh, can stick it tight because I think you're going to have to go low uh, in order to win this week. Not the best field. John Rahm is an overwhelming favorite. He's plus 350, which is like almost venturing into Tiger territory back in the day uh, when you're three and a half to one to win a golf tournament with this many people. But yeah, field not uh, not the best. Very top heavy. My big dogs for the week that I like at the top of the board. Tony Finau is twenty two to one. Hasn't done anything lately. You know, it always feels silly to play Finau given his history of fading and contention. But this is a really bad field, and uh, his irons are actually the best they've been throughout his career. His strokes gain numbers are higher than they've ever been in terms of approach. So that's a good sign. He has plenty of distance, and even if he gets a little squirrely with the driver. It won't matter at this course. So we like Finau and Gary Woodland, uh, 20 to 1. Again, big driver, 14th uh, in tour on driving distance, but can have trouble keeping it in the fairway. Great iron player and three top 10s in his last six starts. The two mid-tier, or just one mid-tier guy uh, this week, we got Cameron Champ. Is uh, He's plus 600 for a top 10 finish, which I like. Um, hits it so far. He's the first on tour in driving distance. And while he's had a pretty bad year, he was uh, 10th at the Masters, a place where you cannot fake it at all. So we know the irons are pretty good if he's doing that at Augusta. And I think Champ could uh, come out and make some noise on the weekend. As far as like the bargain bin, there's tons of options this week. There's guys you're like, you know, there'll be players you've never heard of. Um, at the bottom of the DK lineups. So we're, we're just targeting a few things here. Tyler Duncan is 150 to one. Uh, he's not the longest tour, but he is fourth on tour in par three scoring average. I think that's going to be important this week. There are five par threes at this course. So you got to keep it together on those short ones in order to go low. That's why we like Duncan. And lastly, Trey Mullinex at 200 to one. He bombs it off the tee and makes a lot of birdies. Not playing very well, but again, I think this is going to be a week where guys who haven't played well can really uh, shoot up the board just because there's not a lot of big game hunters and there's not a lot of places seemingly where you can get in trouble off the tee. So this course is set to host for the next three years. Uh, we'll know a lot more about it. For a top 10 or a DFS play. What you got over there, Adam? I know you've got some golf stuff as well. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I you know it's a it's a tough tournament because there's one guy who's just overwhelmingly favored over everybody else. 
And there's a bunch of guys who just haven't shown the consistency that you can really rely on for anything uh, for, as far as to win, at least. The things I was looking at was kind of like top 20, because um, then at least you have a little bit of a, a leeway. Because, um, you know, none of these guys have, you know, consistently, you know, even made the cut, gotten top 10s. There's not a ton of them. Uh, Cameron uh, Tringali, um, he's plus 100 to finish in the top 20. He has three top 10s this year. He's 12th at the RBC. So he's playing, he's playing well right now, and this is a field that's obviously a lot easier for him. He has struggled in the in the great events, uh, in the top-tier events, but the kind of middling PGA events he's been all right in. Um, so I think he can finish top 20 here. And then you're, I'm looking, uh, you know, then we're going down uh, quite a ways before I find you guys I, I really like. Sung Kang uh, is a top 40 guy when it comes to strokes game putting. Um, you know, as Dan kind of alluded to, these are, you know, it's a, it's a big, long course, but it's also a big, wide course. So I think, uh, I think guys can, you know, everybody can, can hit it. Um, and, you know, people who kind of struggle off the tee will still be fine. As long as your putter is working, uh, you can get to the green in regulation. I think if you can do those things, that, that will help you out. Um, he's halfway decent at, uh, at some of those things. Patrick Rogers is another guy. Plus 450 for a top 20 finish. Um, you know, he's top 20 in this field in greens and regulation and strokes game putting. So I think, uh, I think he's a guy that could, that could get it done. And, and, uh, Dylan Wu plus 450. Um, I think he can be in there as well. Um, these are, these are all guys that I would never, uh, blink at if this were like a different event, like the RBC, but it's the Mexican open. So, um, I think, uh, we're going to see some names at the top of the list that maybe we're not used to seeing um, lately. So those are some of the guys you can get a lot of deals out there. There's a lot of directions you can go in, but uh, yeah, top guys I'm looking at for for DFS and for top 20 finishes are Tringali plus 100 for top 20, basically even me. Uh, Rogers plus 450, Sun King plus 700, and then uh, Dylan Wu plus 450. So there's uh, there's money to be made if you can if you can harness uh, what direction this is going to go in. Again, talking while I'm on mute. Got to love that. Um, so we'll flip over to Adrian, do a little NHL. How many games are left? Is there four games left? Three games left? Yeah, it's like three games left for most teams. Uh, a couple for others. But, yeah, they, everything ends this weekend. So kind of uh, kind of been a, you know, not a, not the greatest finish in the NHL this year. The, the East has been settled top eight for a while. Looks like the Vegas Golden Knights are in some serious trouble. That's the only suspense left, whether they'll get in or not. They have a massive game tonight against the Dallas Stars, which which we can talk about now, I guess, right? With their picks. Uh, yep. I, Let's do it. I still am not going to count out the Vegas Golden Knights. They're just this, they're too weird of a team. Every time you think they're done, they do something. And then every time you think Dallas is going to clinch, they, they mess it up. So uh, I'm actually picking the Golden Knights tonight in Dallas. I'm going with uh, with the upset here. It's a wild upset. You know, this is still a team with you know Jack Eichel and Mark Stone and, and a lot of good players. But uh, they lost a crucial game the other night against the San Jose Sharks in overtime. They Lost the lead with literally at the buzzer. Sent the game to overtime. The Sharks 
incredible finish. Then they Sharks win in overtime. Uh, they shoot out. I'm sorry, and uh, just amazing. Cost it's gonna probably gonna cost them a playoff spot. Yet they did gain one point in the standings, so they're only they're three points back at Dallas. And each game, each team has three games to play, and one of them is head to head tonight. So all the Golden Knights have to do is win tonight, and then just have a you know one more win and a Dallas loss after that. Very feasible. I think, I think uh, you know, those odds predictors say they've got a, like an 11% chance to make the playoffs, the Golden Knights. But I, I think it's higher than that. I, so, tonight I am uh, I'm taking the, the Knights' money line over the Stars. It's surprisingly, uh, you know, I got plus 100 on that, even money. Actually, the line's gone into Vegas being a favorite right now uh, that I'm seeing, minus 105. So, I'm surprised by that. But Dallas has just not been very effective team down the stretch so i can see this happening tonight for sure um my other two picks for tonight gonna go a little bit of a minor maybe not an upset but florida panthers winning streak snapped at 13 games the other night by tampa bay lightning and really smashed them by the lightning um so I'm going to look for them to rebound in Boston tonight. That should be a really tough, close game. But I think uh, Florida is going to find a way to start a new streak. I got a, I got in at minus 130 on that. The line's gone down a little bit, actually. So maybe I jumped the gun. But uh, I, I think Florida wins. And then Tampa Bay, you know, going to take them on the puck line against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, Tampa Bay has shown a tendency to – lose these kind of games this year. But uh, now that they're really motivated and we're close to the playoffs, I got to think that the Lightning will just come out and take care of business pretty quickly tonight. So I got them on the puck line uh, on uh, – I think I, I got them at like minus 130 or 40 on that. So, yep, uh, that's that's your menu for tonight. Is You know, the futures – Lightning are moving up on the futures bets too. Uh, you know, um, it's uh, – it's it's interesting, you know. You could have had the lighting at like plus fourteen hundred last week. I think they're down to you know plus eight hundred on most sites now. So you know, it's. I hope those lightning fans who, you know, who love the lightning to win again a three peat. Um, hope they got in early on that, and and good luck to them if they win that. That's a big, much bigger difference on the futures payouts. Colorado's still the, the favorite, but they've lost four in a row, and now, now they've got some injury problems again. So here we go. Colorado always has injury problems in, toward the playoffs, and the, and here here it's happening again. Um, so, um, but finally we'll get the playoffs going next week, and, and the real action starts. Excited for it. Nothing like the NHL playoffs. Yeah, the Lightning had lost, uh, if my math's right, five of six, and uh, since then have won five of six. So. Um, with the only loss being a, a 4-3 defeat to the Red Wings, in which they had a big comeback there but couldn't get it done. So excited to see it. Thanks, um, Adrian. All right, from one playoffs to another, let's go NBA, and then we'll finish up with MLB. So, Adam, all you. Yeah, and I'll be quick on this. Um, you know, these lines have been set pretty much exactly where they should be for most of these playoff games. So I've not played a lot of NBA playoffs yet. Um couple that I like uh, small is uh, Grizzlies. They're laying six against the Timberwolves. It's, it's 2-2. I, I actually like both these teams. 
But, you know, the Wolves surprised the Grizzlies in game one. Memphis came back and won the next two games by nine and by 28. Um, They also won both regular season games in Memphis by eight and by seven. Uh, This line is six. And Minnesota just won the last game. So I think we'll get the focused, angry Grizzlies team. Uh, You know, you don't want to see John Morant angry uh, if you're Minnesota. So I uh, I think the Grizzlies can take care of business here at home. And I think they win by eight or 10 or so. And the other one I kind of like is Pelican Suns over 215 and a half. That number seems low, even without Devin Booker. You know, he got hurt in game two, missed games three and four, but the totals for those three games have been 221, 225, 239, all way higher than what this total is. Um, so I think uh, I think that's that's a pretty steady, you know, it, it should be around 220, 222, something like that, and it's a 215 and a half. So I think you got uh, you know a, a bit of an advantage there. So those are the two I like, both kind of small plays, uh, but worth throwing out there. What about uh, – we'll stay with you. Let's do a little baseball, and then we'll hit Dan for some base. Dan, do you have an NBA? I might be skipping over you for nothing. Just uh, I like the Heat, minus six and a half uh, with the way that series gone. Like when the Heat show up to play, it's been blowout city. Uh, they're at home, probably don't want to – mess around any longer and clinch. So I know that's probably a sheepy play, uh, but I do like the heat minus six and a half tonight. Solid. Got it. MLB, Adam, what you got here today? Yeah, I got a, I got a few that I like. Uh, we'll start with the, the brew crew going to Pittsburgh, take on the pirates. Um, you know, it, it's, they're kind of pricey, but run line, uh, minus one and a half. It's only minus 105. You got Brandon Woodruff against Mitch Keller. These two actually faced off last Saturday. They combined to allow just one run. Uh, Keller allowed that one run. The Brewers ended up winning four to two, but Woodruff allowed one hit, uh, struck out nine in six innings. I think we expect more from Milwaukee's offense against Keller. Uh, they've kind of picked it up in the last week, and we can expect less from Keller because he's gotten shelled in every other start he's had this season, except for that one Brewer start. So I think uh, Milwaukee should be a little more focused. Keller should play more like Keller, and the Brewers should win by at least two. Uh, I like the Braves, minus 165. That's kind of a high number against the Cubs. Cubs have a number one scoring offense, but that's a little skewed. Um, you know, their last five games, they scored more than three runs once. And that one game, they scored 21 runs. Uh, against the poor Pirates, aforementioned Pirates. So it's it's kind of skewing that total that they're the number one offense uh, in baseball right now. Marcus Stroman's allowed 13 runs over his last eight and a third innings. And uh, Max Freed, he's going against, uh, last time Max Freed pitched, was at the Dodgers. He threw seven shutout innings. So Atlanta, back at home, I like them. Um, Looking for plus odds, the Guardians, plus 140 at the Angels. Um, Tristan McKenzie's going, he hasn't gone more than four and a third innings, but he also has allowed more than two runs in any of those innings. Uh, Angels, uh, lineup over their career has one combined hit off Tristan McKenzie. So they haven't seen him that often, obviously, but, uh, one, uh, is, is not many. Um, I think, uh, I think, uh, the Angels, uh, they're going with Patrick Sandoval. He hasn't allowed a run yet, but he's also only gone four innings. Uh, in each, so it might come down to the bullpen. In which case, Cleveland has a huge advantage. Um, their bullpen ranks, I think, 18 spots higher in ERA, about 15 spots higher in WHIP in, in average. So they're definitely a an edge. So you get them at plus 140 on the road. I like that. And the last one, Angel Astros Rangers 
Uh, if you can find over 0.5 runs in the first inning, um, grab that one. We got Jake Odorizzi against Taylor Hearn. Uh, Odorizzi for Houston. His first inning ERA so far is 20.25. Um, opponents are hitting 563 off him in the first inning. He's allowing about five base runners for every first inning. Uh, that means a run, basically. And, and Taylor Hearn, his first inning ERA, 18. Um, opponents are hitting 429 off him. So somebody is going to plate one in the first inning, I have a feeling. That's even odds. Um, I, I'm willing to take that risk. Usually first inning, you never know what's going to happen, but these guys have proved that something should happen in this game uh, it, on one side, if not both sides. So I like uh, I like getting a run uh, in that game at, at nearly even odds. That's it for me for baseball for today. Dan, you got any baseball stuff today? I do. I got a couple dogs and a favorite. Um, first underdog I like, you're going to have to earmuff it here. The Mariners are plus 115 over the Rays, and uh, they've got a good one going. Logan Gilbert in his second year has been uh, unhittable. He's thrown 11.2 consecutive scoreless innings, and a guy who, like, last year when he made his debut, you could tell this guy's got big talent. Great arm, and now he's started to put it together off to a terrific start. Mariners also just like sneaky, you know, very, very balanced to start the year. Um, they're near the top in team OPS, and uh, they're they have the third lowest bullpen whip. So, uh, just a lot to like about the Seattle team. I think they're still a little undervalued. Tampa Bay is going with a bullpen game again. Last time we faded Tampa Bay on bullpen day, it did not work out, but I have confidence Logan Gilbert will deliver for us tonight, and we like the Mariners over the Rays. The other underdog I like, it's more of a fade, really, but I'm taking the Royals over the White Sox at, uh, what is that at now, plus 135, just because Dallas Keuchel has been so bad for the White Sox, dating back to uh, – last year i mean he's completely lost i don't know if it's an injury thing if it's just aging or what it is but he has been getting absolutely rocked and we like you know most lines against him last time out against the guardians he gave up 10 hits and seven earned runs in an inning um so i you know mentally physically he's just been really off lately and we're definitely fading him today and going with royals money line the one favorite I do like, I thought about the Angels, uh, but I agree with Adam that that line is just way, way too uh, short, and Guardians are probably the right play there. The other favorite that I do like are the Marlins at minus 125. Uh, Sandy Alcantara coming off eight shutout innings against the Cardinals. Past couple of years, I've generally found that the Marlins do have value when Alcantara is pitching. And the Nationals stink. They've lost five in a row. They've gone six straight games without scoring more than three runs. Um, once again, just nothing to like about Washington's baseball team. So we're going with uh, the Marlins tonight as well. Good stuff. Yeah, I'll pretend to ignore your first pick. Um, but I, I kind of feel that way too, as much as I hate to say it. I hope, you're, hope we're wrong. But I, uh, I don't love the bullpen day against the guy that has like a zero ERA. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, cool. Let's go through some. Uh, let's go through some rapid fire picks. Do we have anything else? Do we have any futures or anything? Anybody? We got the draft on Thursday. That'll be a fun one uh, to be back for. But do you have anything else? Anybody? 
No, I got I got eighteen picks for the NFL draft. Um, but Ooh. that's a, that's another subject for another day. Well, Otherwise, any, we'll be here all uh, all day. If it's anything like your Super Bowl picks, I think people should probably tail it. So, um, Super Bowl went well. Yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, and I've spent a long time working on this crazy NFL draft. There's a lot of odds thrown out there uh, <laughs> over the last month. So, I'm ready to get this show on the road. Yeah, excited for Thursday. Heavy NFL draft. Of course, we'll sprinkle in some NHL, NBA, and MLB. Um, let's go through some rapid fire picks. If people are just joining us, if you missed any part of it, um, we'll go Dan, give us everything you got, then Adam, then Adrian, and we'll get out of here. Yep. So the, uh, the golf this week, uh, these players I like for a top 10 or getting them in the DFS lineup. I like Tony Finau, Gary Woodland, Cameron Champ, Tyler Duncan, and Trey Mullinex. Real motley crew for you there. And on the diamond, we are rolling with Mariners plus 115 over the Rays. Marlins minus 125 over the Nationals. And Royals plus 135 over the White Sox. All right. Um, Yeah, golf, uh, I'm sticking with Todd. I'm more conservative than uh, Crazy Dan Kilbridge. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm a I'm I'm sticking top twenty for some of these guys. I got Cameron Tringa. Is it Tringali? Is that how it's pronounced, right? Svenjali. Sven the Svenjali <laughs> Tringali. Tr- yeah, Tringali. <laughs> Cameron Tringali. Play, yep. Um, I like him. Uh, top twenty, play, even odds for him. Um, some other top twenty guys I like: Patrick Rogers plus four fifty, Dylan Wu plus four fifty, Sung Kang plus seven hundred. Uh, just give me two of those. I don't care which ones. Um, Although Sun King would be nice if that was one of them. Uh, moving into uh, the NBA, I got Grizzlies minus six and Pelican Suns over. Both small plays for those. And then baseball lineup, Brewers run line uh, at minus 105. Braves minus 160. Uh, it's a bit high, but over the Cubs. Guardians plus 140. I, I saw value in that uh, at the Angels. And then Astros Rangers over. Uh, 0.5 runs for the first inning. Um, Adrian, you're on mute. Um, but if you come off, then we can get your, there's a lot of background noise earlier. So I may have done that. Let me invite him back in to speak. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Sorry guys. Uh, Who's back? Yeah, I got the, uh... Showdown game tonight, NHL. I'm taking the Vegas Golden Knights to keep this thing going, keep the suspense going down to the wire. I got them on the money line to beat Dallas tonight. I uh, I got in at plus 100. I feel good about that. Just something about the Stars and their inability to close this year. Uh, just don't have enough faith in them. So I'm taking Vegas. Panthers money line over Bruins. You know, a little bit of a meaningless game in some ways, but yeah, uh, yeah, I like Florida to to get back on the winning streak here. Got them on the money line minus one thirty, and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, the favorite of more than half this room, it seems like there is. Uh, I got the Lightning on the puck line tonight. Let's hope they don't let down against the lowly Columbus Blue Jackets. Just win easy. They've won easy other games, and I didn't take them on the puck line. Now I got them on the puck line. Let's, let's keep that going. Uh, we're uh, Hopefully I can crack the uh, plus 50 units 
for the season here in the next couple of days. It's been uh, it's been a good season, but uh, we got to keep it going. By the way, I said earlier that the Lightning are <clears throat> plus eight hundred some lines for futures bets, Cup champion. I'm looking at the wrong team, of course. They're plus eleven hundred right now. Um, get in on that while you can. Hundred dollars on the Lightning to win the Cup pays you uh, eleven hundred dollars. Um, I would do it. In fact, I may do that right now. That's uh, that's a good. That's going to go down, I think. So get in now. Uh, that's good. That's a good value, I think. Listen, I mean, it's going to be tough to, for them to win again. They, they've got some holes. They've got some issues still on defense. Florida looks really motivated, but just, you don't feel like Florida's just ready yet, do you? You know, especially losing that game to Tampa like they did the other night. I mean, getting smoked on home ice. Um, Tampa's still got the champion, you know, mentality. They, they, they. Come to play when it matters. It's clear to me now. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back, back on the lightning bandwagon. This they look scary again. So here we go. My man, I'll take it. Um, I do remember teams. You know, once you once you win a title, you learn how to win a title, and you realize you don't have to go all right. out for 82 games or 162 games or whatever it is. You see it in the NBA all the time. Teams, you know, just kind of. You yep. know, have a little swoon yep. in March, and who cares? Yep. You know, it, it doesn't look good, but by when it when it's time when it's go time, they're ready to go. And they've got the best goalie in the league still. Vasilevsky is just scary to opponents. Now I, they're not as good defensively one through six as they used to be. Uh, they, it's, they're just not. They give up more scoring chances than they used to. But if that guy gets hot, you know, there's gonna be another parade down. Uh, what, what's the main street there down by the arena? There, what's it called? It's gonna be another parade the down outside, that street. Yeah. yeah? Um, so yeah, we all sort of counted the lightning out a bit last year and boom, they just came out of nowhere and just destroyed everybody again. The ironic thing is the one year they just blew everyone away with 62 wins. <laughs> they got swept in the first round by Columbus. <laughs> so yeah. I just, you know, um, NHL playoffs are crazy as always. Um, but, uh, I, plus 1100 on the lightning. That's, that's, that's a, that's a great futures pick get in before the bookies lower that for sure. You guys are all invited down to Tampa for the uh, boat parade. We'll, uh, we'll all drink out of the cup. I'll take it. it. <laughs> all right. I'm there. Fill uh, it back. <laughs> um, don't fill it to me. Um, you can get all this analysis and more at bookies.com. Follow the bookies account here. We certainly would appreciate it if you could share this, whether you're listening to it live right now on replay or on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher later. We appreciate you guys for hanging out. Um, again, check out bookies.com for all of this analysis and more. We'll be back on Thursday at 1 p.m. to talk about the NFL draft, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs that are getting finalized. And the-